tuning in to the online broadcast network, AfterBuzz TV. Over 20 million weekly downloads in over 150 countries and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV, the destination for TV superfans. Producing aftershows for over 300 of your favorite TV shows. Interviewing celebrities and showrunners. And bringing you behind-the-scenes exclusives. All thanks to E! Entertainment's Maria Menounos, producer Kevin Undergaro, and internet leader Akamai. Now, let the buzz begin! Hey there, Grim fans! Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV for Grim. After show. <laughs> so excited. Yes. Sending emails because we're so excited. <laughs> Why do you think that's the email stuff? It sounds like emails are being sent in the background. <laughs> yeah. Does it not? No, it's growls. I know what you mean. I'm going crazy then. <laughs> um, all right, guys. We're talking about... I'm your, Well, first of all, I'm your host, Zach Wilson. Thank you for joining us. Um, tweet at me throughout the week, throughout the show. I've got <clears throat> the chat roll up going. Me and Yelly keeping an eye on you guys. Uh, you can tweet me at that Zach Wilson. Now let me introduce my fantastic panel. Talk about the Lost Boys, the Lost Girl, oh. Yell Teagle. <laughs> Hi everybody! You can tweet at me live during the show and throughout the week at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L, and I am with you in the chat roll. <laughs> uh, and you can tweet at me at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. All right, guys. Um, we got to start off as. Uh, as we often do with the quote. And this is a, this, is a, this one was interesting. I, too, had a mother once. I didn't write it down. That was an email sound. Don't I'm not that. going crazy. <laughs> Why do I hear email sounds? Yeah. Because sometimes... Somebody just keeps sending us emails. Okay. I'm trying to host a show, popular. Stephen so Lemieux. Um, was that the quote? It's, I think I had a mother once. I think I had a mother. Once, yeah, good job. All right, that's it. this is hard to make ominous. It's really hard to make that quote ominous. I disagree. It sounds like he murdered his mother. Right? Think like that. Go. I think I had a mother once. That's better. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Um, okay. Oh, motivation. Well done. You guys do great, Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I mean, that's my murdery. Like usually, I go into my my grim announcer voice, right. but this is the murdery grim announcer. Yeah. Um. Uh. So first of all, I want to know your guys' impressions on this episode. This was a slight return to Vesna of the week, mm-hmm. a little bit. Um. What do you guys think? Um. I uh. I liked that we. So okay, so yes, when it started, I was like, "Our great another best of the week story." But then I like that it tied in at the end to the bigger picture. Um, I like that he was Warden Hook at the end, um, and of course, we all know what I really liked was that Meisner had multiple lines, and he essentially answered our questions. Not only did he answer our questions, um, but I had a lot of problems last time talking about how Adeline should go back to work, and then. Like, all of a sudden, this episode sounds like, you should come back to work. I was like, yes! Yay! Like, all of the things that I wanted last week Mm -hmm. happened this week. And I'm okay with that. Well, except for one. But, yeah. That's true. The the one big thing from last week. But um, I thought thought it was a really interesting episode. I liked how dark it was able to go. Yeah. Um, And Mm -hmm. it, like, opened up a lot of questions, which were, uh, which, not to say that Grimm doesn't usually do that, but usually, like, wraps everything up in a bow. 
Uh, and I felt like this one left it open enough to where it, it was so intriguing and there's so much more that they can explore with that world. That yeah. Mm-hmm. I was much more okay with the Vessen of the Week style story because it ended in... It ended tying back yeah. into the arc that we're doing because we've had very serialized storytelling for mm-hmm. the beginning of this season. This was more. This was the more episodic version, but it the, the, the twist at the end brings it back in. So that made me okay with it overall. Yeah, I still had some. I I was a little torn on this episode because, like you said, you really liked Ward and Hook. I just like I was like, ah, oh, come on, what. Here's the thing. Grimm has had two a few different ways that they've approached doing the fairy tales within the Grimm world. Yeah. Very early on, like the the premiere, the pilot of Grimm mm-hmm. was re- was Little Red Riding Hood. Right. Sort of retold where it was like this modern thing, but more so recent and I believe the second episode was Goldilocks and the Three Bears mm-hmm. that was the early and like you had the character <clears> named <throat> Golda yeah. in that episode um, right. but as the show progressed they moved away from that into a place where the stories that we know are not being retold <clears throat> through Nick's eyes as a yeah. grim but are the stories were born from real versions of this that happened in the past. And I sort of liked that version of it more, where we're seeing the monsters brought back into the fold in modern days. Mm -hmm. This was like, (laughs) hey, Peter Pan exists, and he's a little... uh, Jerk. Got Nick's (laughs) thing. Yeah. Um, Yeah, but he's not eternal. He's just like a little orphan child on the street who's like murdering moms. Because of some deep psychological disorders that have shared between him and two, three other kids, um, and like it, it, I get it. It was like it was a cute touch to like have like the first mom that we that we saw. Her, mm-hmm. She was Wendy, and then it was John and yeah. Lily, i.e., Tiger Lily, and like they kept tying those in. Right. It, was just, it was a little much because in this world. I know that Peter Pan probably exists as a story. Right. Right. So to have all of these things line up, <laughs> it would have been, to me, I would have been, the story would have been fine. Yeah. Without it, I think it would have been better without it. And, like, having somebody maybe point the analogy right. at them. Right. Like, this is like Peter Pan <clears throat> and the Lost Boys. Yeah. Like, that would have, to me, that's a, that would be a, be a stronger way to approach it. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I, no, go ahead. I've never seen Peter Pan, so I didn't get any of those things until you just said them. <laughs> like any version? I've only seen Hook, which doesn't take place no. like really in the Peter Pan universe in that like it's a it's a post story, an epilogue as opposed right. to being like in the <clears throat> Peter Pan meets the You're movie. hurting you're hurting my feelings. I know. I know. Um, but like I'm not saying you need to see <laughs> Good on I you. mean you should see the Disney version, right, but like it's super I, you don't need to see that one. <laughs> and don't and one. don't go see Pan. I'm not recommending yeah, that, no. but like a version. <laughs> yeah. Um I I actually have I love Peter Pan. Did not care about the kids' names and didn't put them together. I only caught the hook at the end because I had seen the episode two or three times. If it had um, just been Hook, right, I might have so, been more okay with it. But I like, just caught that. They, 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 like it was only like at the halfway mark, like mm-hmm. thirty minutes in, that somebody said the lead kid's name that he was named Peter, Peter and I just went, ah. <laughs> um, but I, I'll say this: I uh, I feel like they they said, okay, we need a story that will tie into. Um, kids getting drafted by this organization. Yeah. Um, 
And so they were like, why don't we write this? Oh, you know what? Let's just make it Peter Pan style. That's how I felt the episode went. And they're like, great, let's give them Peter Pan names. Um, I didn't feel like they were trying to do, like, Peter Pan and then tie it in. Does that make sense? I feel like they worked backwards. Hmm. Um, That said, I just heard from somebody recently that... Somebody in the chat room said Rufio. Um, <laughs> I just heard that the way Grimm was originally pitched to NBC was, look at how many Grimm fairy tales there are. There are over 200. We're going to do this show like this, and it's going to be a story every week. Um, and they were like, great, you'll never run out of material. But then they read the stories, and not all the stories worked. No, they right. don't. <laughs> yeah. If you've ever read Grimm fairy tales, most of them are not about monsters. Yeah. Right. So... Um, that knowing that information, it makes sense as to why we started one way and then changed completely. Um, I guess for the better. Yeah, I mean, what's been great about this show is that they, <coughs> yeah, it started that way, but then they were able to bring in other mythologies mm-hmm. and other stories right. that just like what because once you set up the idea of Vesin, like what does that the implications like we got the um, the Anubis um, creatures mm-hmm. two yeah. seasons ago. I loved that stuff. I yeah. mean, we we yelled about it for a while. Um, <laughs> the Aswang. The mm-hmm. Aswang was cool. The um, golem. I mean, the, yeah. yeah, the golem. Um, <laughs> the the the. They said that uh, later this season. I don't know if you guys heard this. We didn't talk about it on the show, but at Comic Con this year, they told us that we're going to get the Loch Ness monster. We're going to get the story that year. explains the Loch Ness. Well, we're monster. Yeah, we're going to get the like we're going to get some version of the Loch Ness monster yes. story that right. actually could be that information could be seen in my interviews from Comic Con. <laughs> Just gonna uh, plug that right yeah, now. Go to Yield TV <laughs> more information. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I I did like it. Um, I think it was super creepy. Yeah, no, it's just sorry. Boo six nine B says what? You've never seen Peter Pan? Have you been living under a rock? Excellent question, Boo. Yes, he has. He's yeah, been in much. Neverland where they don't have movies. I guess <laughs> that's true. Let's yeah. see, hanging out on Skull Island or yeah. something. That's, yeah. You only saw Once uh, Once Upon a Time, didn't you? <laughs> I've seen a sordid thing. <laughs> and can't, even, can't even talk to you right now. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah. Back on track. Um, Chupacabra. Come how on. did you guys? Did you? Did were you creeped out by these kids? Um, I'm always creeped out by kids. I'm not a fan. <laughs> but like uh, these kids so- specifically, I was like, you guys are annoying. I'm gonna smack you. <laughs> um, I mean, I I wasn't necessarily creeped out, but I did. I I liked. They're the idea of these kids, where they're these uh, these Vesson that are kind of living on their own, uh, trying to stay outside of the system, and they're so in they're so in need of, of like this love to give and receive that they're like stealing people off the street. Um, they're essentially serial killers, <laughs> but like they're cute and kids. They're cute and cuddly serial killers. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. That's, that's what they are. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're 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 cute and cuddly um, kidnappers. I think the murders are um, accidental. A- all accidental. No, the, I mean Peter straight up said, "If you leave, I'm gonna kill you." Yeah, <laughs> right. Because I th- I believe now that they've killed one, they're like, "Well, now we can just do it. We don't have to make it an accident." No, she <laughs> she had to have been like their fourth or fifth, right? Because um, Big John had. A, a whole box full of like hair, hair strands, yeah. and they so were like, creepy. <laughs> yeah. "That's that's where it goes from yeah. like sad and like <laughs> almost like you're on their side to whoa, yeah, because that's uh, the hallmark of serial killers is keeping <laughs> tokens, tro- yeah, yeah, trophies. trophies. Yeah. 
Yeah, we made her our mother, and then we killed her. Yeah. Kids are little lying bastards. <laughs> yeah, According to Elena Davis. I believe according to Monroe. Monroe's lines about the kids. Oh, is that, what, is that what he's... Yeah. They're the, I believe two things. They're our future and should be cherished. And they're little lying bastards. <laughs> yep. I mean, did we not all know they were going to shoplift when the two of them are in there, like, making little, like, nods <laughs> at each other? You mean after they went to the... Uh, pharmacy where they couldn't shoplift because there was security. Yeah, it was clear they were shoplift. Uh, <clears throat> breaking stuff. Yeah, distraction. And then they they grab Rosalie. Um, Rosalie. She's gonna be a great mom because she because she want because she wants a kid. Her and Monroe are talking about it in this episode. Yeah. I mean, there's all everybody else has babies now. <clears throat> I honestly thought this episode was gonna end with them deciding to become foster parents for Vessen. That's where I was really I, hoping it would I, go. Ser- I did too. I really <laughs> thought they were going to take the four of them in and start like the Monrosley orphanage for Wayward Vessen. I know! <laughs> that I would really be so it. cute. I mean, do they have Vessen... I mean, we ha- we know that they have vert- Vessen fertility clinics. Do they have Vessen-specific um, like foster systems and adoption homes? Like You would think that I, they would. You'd think... Um, I mean, I is mean, that where Warden Warden Hook is running? Yeah. Essentially, though, I, I assumed it was more like a juvie. Uh, Since he's a warden, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I don't think that the, they have wardens at orphanages. <laughs> um, what do I know? Um, but I, here's my question with them: How do you think the four of them got together? These four—it wasn't just four kids, and like one of them is Vessen, so right. he like leads the charge. Four different Vessen kids that were orphans found each other and yeah. then, like, formed a little psychotic bond. I mean, I think when you're, I think, from what I've seen on SVU, when you're in foster care, um, you get shuffled around a lot. And I assume that these kids, as they started to change, realized that they were changing and that they're different. They met each other dealing with this and realized that they're all the same but different versions of the same and, right. and they thought they would just happen to be these four freaks because I think they also had never seen an adult who could do it. Yeah, I mean they'd never heard the word <laughs> Vessen yeah. before. They mm-hmm. didn't know anything about Grimm's or other people. Like they thought they were just monsters. Maybe that's why they have this sort of sort of shared psychosis mm-hmm. yeah. is that they think, oh, well, we were chosen to be monsters. Right. Yeah. So <clears throat> we have to be together, and we, but we need a mom, so we'll all do it. And they each have their own little pieces <laughs> of the crazy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Mr. Goku Jr. says, Grim, the next generation. <laughs> yeah. Led by trouble. Yay. <laughs> She's the like the big sister of all of these little children. Yeah. Can you imagine her like towering over these kids? Because she's already tall. She's pretty tall. Um just standing there and, like these kids are running around ah voguing at her yeah. and looking up. Ah okay. I can just imagine her being like, You guys settle down or I'll chop your heads off. <laughs> <laughs> Almost did a spit thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, yeah. But so, after, I mean, they obviously get Rosalie out of there. Yeah. Um, the instant it happened, I was like, use your smeller, Monroe. Like, <laughs> smell her. I, well, but like, I was surprised he didn't chase, track her down yeah. right away, that he needed to track the other mother. Yeah. And not just Rosalie's tracks from the shop. 
at least out into like the alley where the car was or something like that. Right. right. I agree. I thought the same thing. Like he's gonna he can just track her to the car and smell. There was a car, <laughs> an old car. Right. Yeah. I mean, but that only gets you so far. Like essentially, she, yeah, it would get him to the alley and then he'd be right back where he started. So yeah. I mean, utilizing the force mm-hmm. of the police would be very handy. <laughs> Which he if only he knew cops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, um, speaking of, well, we'll get we'll get into that. We'll, let's keep talking about the kids. Um, I, I think um, the I had something and I lost it. You distracted me. Sorry. Kids, kids Adeline. Uh, nope. Kids, Rosalie. She um, <laughs> tells the story and then she's like, "Of course, it ends with the grim cutting off his head." Like, yeah, of yeah. course. But those are children's stories. <laughs> <laughs> love it. I think that's so wonderful. Yeah. Love it. I thought she was, I, uh, when she was telling that story, I thought it was like a strategy that she was building yeah. up. And maybe it was in a way, like she, knowing that Nick is coming. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that like, when they, and that these kids don't know what these things are. Mm-hmm. That, oh, if I tell them to fear a Grim, that a Grim is going to chop their heads off as soon as they see Nick. Right. They're going to freak the F out. Yeah. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Yeah, I mean that's what that's what they do. They see they take one look at him and go and run the other direction. Yeah, um, they're crafty little kids though with their booby traps. Those were some impressive booby traps. Yeah, I can't even imagine. <laughs> I'd like to see the scene of them getting that log just propped up. Big John, yeah, Big John but did still, it. Still, <laughs> that was a large log. Like it would have taken him days. Mm-hmm. I guess he had the time. Yeah, they have the He's time. He's not going to work or anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but so what I was saying before about cops, mm-hmm. um, Nick's back to work? Apparently. Didn't Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't remember a moment from last week where he was put back on duty. No, he was in fact told to go home. And not come and not back, come back to work. Yeah. Okay. I <laughs> thought I was crazy, and then I was like, but no, they definitely ended last week's episode with Nick, don't come back to work. Yeah. Well, you could assume that some time has passed, though. I mean, because it w- would have taken a little while to, one, sell the house, and then also, it, like, mm. evacuated of your stuff. <clears throat> yeah. What is the word I'm looking for? Move. Um, <laughs> pack. And, yes, pack. That's what it was. <laughs> I'm just saying it, it was worth addressing because they made it a big plot point yeah. last week. No, I, I'm, I'm um, just trying to help. I would, even, I would have even accepted, like, a time lapse of the for sale sign and the sold sign. Yeah. Like, done. I will accept that. Time has passed. Um, but yeah. I agree with you that I think we're supposed to assume time has passed, especially because the, the first episode of the season was moments after the finale. And so now I think we're trying to get like back on track of time moving. Right. That's my theory. They just didn't say it. Play to that. Yeah. Um, So it was a little confusing. Um, It almost made me think, like, because a lot of times networks will flop episodes for whatever reason, either special effects weren't done in time or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, But we can't based on the living situation. Yes. But so that's that's why I was what I was trying to figure out. And well, unless. But yeah, they're not going to put him back in the house. In the right, <laughs> they can't. Um, it'd be very, very odd. They I mean, can't. The set's gone. Yeah, maybe Pogue didn't test well, and they're like, "All right, guys, we got to get him back to work." <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Pogue was fine. I mean, was yeah, he? Just, he was okay. I mean, he was fine. Like, I didn't have anything against him. He just wasn't like a good cop. He's of, too late he's to the not game. Our, yeah, he's not our Scooby Gang. <laughs> <laughs> we also didn't get to know him. I don't. I don't like him. 
<laughs> Miguel does not like him. Yeah, all right. I, I all don't right. usually all right. like new people. Um, so, do you guys have any other thoughts on the the little <laughs> Lost Boys tribe of Lost Boys? I just really hope that now that we've put them back into into a system, I hope they come back. Like, I'd like to see them later on in a fight sequence where they die, but like. I just feel like it would be... Where they to, die? Yeah, where they get beheaded by a groom. I just feel like I would like to see them come back. So you want Lynch. Nick or Trouble to chop the heads off of some small children? Yeah, sounds about right. Yeah, that <laughs> Thank um, you, Stephen. Audience! I mean, anyone, anyone who's Everybody ever met me Everybody, settle like, down. Yeah, Yell really wants that. Yeah. Um, okay. I will say, I will add <laughs> to that in that, like, here's what this storyline made me think about. In that it made me realize that every every Vessin that gets killed probably has family somewhere. And these kids are probably like like the kids of uh Vessin <laughs> that have been killed by Grimm's just kinda Ooh. hanging out. Um I mean and you have to imagine there are all these orphans, especially because the Grimm <clears throat> of olden time were so like chop happy. Yeah. Um, yeah. and they didn't care where the Vessin came from or what their family situation is like. And only because we've spent so much time with the Vessin do we care in that so like I mean Nick is an is an outlier. There aren't other Grimms that behave like this, right. that befriend Vessin. Right. They yeah. just kill him. So you have to imagine that there are a lot of kids out there that are orphans because of Grimm's, and I hope that that becomes a a, a point or a plot or some some way. Yeah. So that would be a reason <clears throat> for them to come back. Is you see this consequences of all the Grimm's actions. That could be cool. Um, I mean, we left them saying "Occultatum Libere." Yeah. Um, which <laughs> like what? Nothing's really pointing out how much I really don't like kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was at that. <clears throat> but it was when they said that, like, okay, now this is getting bigger. They're not just working underground. They're or they're like recruiting or recruiting or attacking random people. They are they're actively building a base. And with children, it's they they're working their way into every corner of the mm-hmm. system. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. they're not messing around. Um, and so, I, I was trying to think of a good transition for this, but I don't have one. Okay. Um, but uh, <laughs> I want to talk about uh, Nick's new digs. Yeah! Nick Nick and Adeline's new digs. Yeah. The bunker? Um, it's, <laughs> it's not a bunker, It feels though, like a bunker. But it's above ground. Do bunkers have to be underground? Uh, is that a requirement? I don't know. I don't know. I, it's a barracks. How about that? Is it? It's a it, warehouse. <laughs> it is a. Warehouse. It is a good safe house. Yeah. Um. Yeah. This. I loved this. I yeah. loved this idea <clears throat> because, I, like, when they first said they're selling the house, like, oh, so he's going to just be in a different house, like in right. another part of Portland. I feel like it's going to just be the same thing. Right. This <laughs> is the characters playing to the top of their intelligence. Yeah. Um. This is, hey. People seem to always know where we are. Maybe I should par- shouldn't park my pretty easy to spot truck yeah. out on the street. I'll get a garage <clears throat> that closes. Maybe <laughs> I shouldn't let everyone know where I am. I'll buy something that says paint factory on the side right. and yeah. build an apartment inside. Even going so far as to never move his own furniture in and putting it in storage so that movers don't know where he is. Yeah. Yeah. You can't track other than just following his car. Again, you should probably get, like, a black <clears throat> Mazda or something. Yeah, he has a very distinct car. Yeah. get a Go get a white Prius. No one will be able to track you. Especially not in Portland. <laughs> um, but the... But, I, but, uh, but like, I like it. 
because yeah. they really do have to mm-hmm. struggle with this. They are like they really <clears throat> would have to struggle, and this is a perfect solution. Mm-hmm. My only problem was that he didn't get himself a bedroom. Yeah, like his bed is in the center of the like living room, kitchen, dining room area, next to the bathroom. Well, you know, but it's it's very like Nick to essentially sacrifice the bedroom for you know his kid and uh, his, the kid's his, mom, the kid's mom, the kid's mom uh, who may or may not have sexually assaulted him, depending on how you look at it. Right? Yeah, <laughs> you know her. I didn't say. Um, it. And I mean. <clears throat> If him being in that common area puts him uh, first to respond to any danger that right. might pop through the elevator. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's basically like, it's not a bed, it's a guard post. Right. But He's got a gun four inches from his face. The question <laughs> is, how long can people, like, how long are they supposed to live like that? Because they're, they're constant. he's constantly in danger. He's constantly under attack. And now his kid and baby mom are also going to be in the line of fire. Well, I assume he did say it's it's good for now. Right. He implied that they are going to do more. He has a whole factory to work with. I feel like they'll, as he has more time, they'll build like extensions. Sure. Like, just, hey, we're going to build some <clears throat> more uh, siding on this like packed down fine bunker of a, of a room um, like line some more walls and stuff with with armor and everything yeah. for a playroom and then maybe uh, a, a private bedroom for, for Kelly and yeah. then maybe then Nick can get his own room it just it reminds me of when um, the first time Nick was kicked out of his own bedroom when he slept on the couch and we were all like oh there's no guest room and then as soon as um, as soon as Juliet's friend came to stay, it was the first time there was word of a guest room in the house. Remember this? Oh. We like talked about this. One, like, where did that guest room come from? I feel like that's where it's going to be. That eventually he will move into a bedroom, and we'll be like, when did they build a bedroom? But he. But what I'm saying is, in this episode, he basically established that they. This is there are more plans. They haven't had time. Right. This is fairly impressive for... I mean, we don't know how long it's been, but it's fairly impressive that they just built this with, like... Right. I don't know who was doing it. If it was just Nick, or it was Nick and Hank and Monroe, or or what. But, I mean, it's got alarm systems, like, big bolted doors, like, drilled into the brick. Like, it's a pretty nice setup. Mm -hmm. Um, How are you guys feeling about Nick and Adeline? together like n- <laughs> yeah whatever well, like well, I want to know what you guys think of where they are in their friendship relationship just situation I mean I keep saying that I'm okay with them getting together if we see it become an organic relationship and that's what we're seeing right like we see him taking care of her and him taking care of Kelly and being a good supportive father to the child um, and there are no expectations between them Nobody's, um, you know, pushing or forcing anything. And, um, you know, when she invites him into the bed, it's it's just that she doesn't want to be alone. And I, I like that they're both wide awake and very uncomfortable because that's what it would be like. Yeah. Yeah. Especially because they've never... Nick and Adeline have never been together as Nick and Adeline. That's never happened. Um, so the idea of them being in a bed together 
as parents as Super two weird. lonely people who just wanted to feel warmth next to them are basically mm-hmm. only connected by this child yeah, who right. was an accident mm-hmm. um, like not in a mean way but they didn't mean to have this baby absolutely right. um, and yeah I can't imagine being in that situation and Nick is trying to be the stand up <clears throat> guy because yeah. he is Nick he doesn't he doesn't want to mess around. It's not like he cheated and had a love child. Right. He, well, I'm not going to get into it. He's a good um, guy. Right, yeah. He's a good guy. Um, <clears throat> so the interesting thing for me in this situation is examining Adeline and how she's behaving because this is Adeline minus the Hex and Beast side. Right. Mm-hmm. Um. They talked about... They brought up the... Um, they were each other's firsts. Yeah. <laughs> you were the first Grimm I ever saw. You were the first Vo- Vesson I ever yeah. saw. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <If> <laughs> lean in. <laughs> I'm really okay with this relationship building. I am. It is building well. It yeah. is. Um, I, 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 Claire <clears throat> Coffey and David Giantelli have a fantastic chemistry. Mm-hmm. And so... It becomes a thing where you sort of are ignored, like you almost don't care about the fact that these characters have this insane past because the two of them now yeah. together have such a good build. They play off each other so well mm-hmm. that you want to see what the two of them together would be like. And they're right. they're trying to be respectful of each other. Yeah. That's the cool part is they're like, we're going to be mature adults and respect each other. And I think the fact that they're, that Nick is busy working and Adeline hopefully is going back to work. Yeah. Like that that they're not gonna be in each other's way. And it's going to be this beautiful, respectful co parenting. And her as a human, not as a hexen beast, makes it really interesting. hmm I like it. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. The I... the chat roll has some some interesting stuff. Um <clears throat> like uh Javi is saying like they they he they want co-parent but no romantic relationship. They've never even been friends or friendly. Yeah. Uh that's true. They've never they've never hung out and watched a movie. I mean maybe in this time that we've just seen pass mm-hmm. they have. Now um, they're now they're Netflix and show kind of people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I meant like actually Netflix and show. Yeah. That's what I was talking about. Okay. You know, what catching you, up on some... What did you think we uh, Master of None. Master yeah. of None. It's a new movie. It's a, it's a, don't worry about <laughs> Go it. Go watch it. Yeah, it's great. Um, Shut up, guys. <laughs> um, but so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's really cool. I, I want to see more from them. I like that this the way that this is building. Mm-hmm. Um, another interesting thing that's coming into it now yeah. is uh, Convenient Plot Device <laughs> Lane. Yes. As I'm calling him. <laughs> Love it. I nice. asked for that last week. Yeah. yeah. I said, she used to be a lawyer, remember? Yeah, and remember went, that? We remember. That's what they did, is they went, we remember. Yeah. So happy. Um, do you think she goes for the job? Uh, yes. I think she does, uh, not to predict or anything, but I feel like <clears throat> I feel like it's going to be part of this whole uprising thing. I feel like they're also going to be part of it. The, the law firm yeah. is behind the uprising mm-hmm. or involved in involved the legal yeah. defense that <laughs> maybe there's a a blue bot there and then there's a uh, some kind of ram vest in there and uh, one that just for some reason has a really big heart I don't know 
Okay. There's like four people <laughs> in the audience who totally understood what I was going for there. No. Not Wolfram me. and Hart from Angel. Okay. Ah, okay. All right. Cool. You guys got it. <laughs> yep. uh, sure. um, but no, that I mean, even every, even uprisings need legal representation every now and again. I mean, yeah, they they had uh, a financial guy. They have a guy in in a prison recruiting. Like they are literally everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I mean, and maybe that's just my hope is that like she's gonna go join this this firm, and uh, there she's essentially gonna be working for the bad guys, and it's gonna be like, oh man, my livelihood. But also, you know, a job and stuff. <laughs> James has bad angel reference back. <laughs> Come on, James. Um, no, I think it'd be really interesting if she's working for the bad guy and then and then stays to like infiltrate. Yeah, because she's already in. Ha! Right? Lydia Sarabro says Wolfram Hart. Nice reference, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> um, no, I think it, what I, here's the thing is that when she does say she wants to go back to work, mm-hmm. and this is just a thing that people have to go through when they have a kid um what is like nick is working crazy full-time hunting vesson all over the place Mm -hmm. um who's gonna watch kelly trouble (laughs) Uh. (laughs) that's how she became the nanny <laughs> hey. Nanny reference. Nanny reference. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Um, so good. <laughs> troubles <Sorry>. in sitting. <laughs> nice. Uh, it's a work in progress. Dylan, I know you're listening. Dylan, we need your help. We need a trouble babysitting combination hashtag. Have it for us soon. <laughs> Um, actually, <laughs> I think guys. that is the perfect thing. I hadn't thought it's before. I'm going to change it. <clears throat> oh, and hold yeah. on to it. Um, that's what I want. Dylan's not eligible. Um, <laughs> but we, we've talked about it every week. We have these uh, fantastic, <laughs> terrifying. terrifying, fantastically <laughs> terrifying uh, Monroe masks or fans or whatever they can be um, that we got. These are San Diego Comic-Con exclusive that mm-hmm. Tari and I picked up. We've got a bunch of them to give away. We gave away one last week, um, and I I need I own Twitter message to the person that we gave it away to, um, or just send send us a Twitter message. Um, you know who you are, but let's let's give this one away. I want the best trouble babysitting hashtag that you can come up with. Don't give it away in the chat because tweet it at us. Tweet it at us. You need to tweet it at me. Tari and Yell, and you have to be—you're gonna have to be following all three of us on Twitter yeah. to be eligible. So tweet us your the best has the best hashtag that you can that involves trouble and babysitting, and we will send the the winner one of these Monroe masks. Um, nice. I will add to that that you can send more than one. Yes, but don't send the same one like fifty times. Right. We will yes. see them all. Yes. <laughs> and use uh, an easy way to uh, help us find it. Um, we'll tweet all the, at all of us, but also include the hashtag ABTVGrim, yeah. which is, I believe, somewhere over here. Or it <laughs> yep, might be over right here. Good guess. <laughs> it's a, yeah. It's a floating hashtag. Look, I'm on the other side of the camera. <laughs> <laughs> it's somewhere here. Um, but anyway... <laughs> So, um, and another way that you can support us that, that Mr. Goku says it's too much work. <laughs> <laughs> it's not hard. Most of you are already following the three of us. Yeah. Just tweet us with your best trouble babysitting yeah. 
reference. Um, yeah. But yeah. guys, another way that you can absolutely help us out mm-hmm. is, and we've talked about it a lot on the show, is iTunes. And that's a, it's a big thing. It doesn't just help us feel good about ourselves. But it does. It does. Um, when you guys yeah. like our show and we hear how you guys, what you guys think, because we want to know what you really think of the show, because we want to make it the best show that it can possibly be, the best grim after show out there. Um, and your iTunes reviews have helped the network be more findable. Helps other people find the podcast, so it helps keep us more reachable. It's how we get the amazing guests that we've gotten on this show is because they can see, they can take one look at iTunes and know. Wow, the fans love these guys. Because mm-hmm. if you guys remember, we've had Sasha Roy, Ruiz. Royce. Royce. Damn it, I always get it backwards. Royce on this program. We've had Claire Coffey. We've had Brian Letcher. We've had Bree, <laughs> Bree Turner. We've. And I want to have more. And we have other stuff in the works. Yeah. And the iTunes reviews are a big way to help us out. And trust me when I say, trust me. This is going to be a fun season. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I can tell you that we're actually actively working on a lot of people coming in. Bud really wants to come in. Yeah. Guys, Danny um, Bruno really wants to come in. We've talked. So we've been talking to Reggie Lee, yeah. and we've talk, been talking to some other people, mm-hmm. and um, you're just going to have to stick around to find out. Yeah. Um, in the meantime, uh, I want to give some shout-outs, because it's another thing that you get if you write us in. Yeah. Uh, I also shout-outs when you're done. Yeah, because uh, JRenee424 <laughs> says, best hosts on AfterBuzz. Five stars. Love this after show, and the very knowledgeable, <laughs> enthusiastic hosts. Yeah. Um, and Jade... Uh, JG8472 says, great shows, great people. Uh, originally, I started listening to podcasts to keep from being bored while commuting to work three hours each day. That's a rough commute. Yeah. Even by LA standards. And we have very <laughs> high standards for traffic. Or low standards, whatever <laughs> I was it is. Say low standards. Yeah. Um, but as I listen to different Afterbus shows, Grimm, Shield, Arrow, Flash, Doctor Who, Blindspot, etc. I think uh, we've covered almost <laughs> yeah, all of much. those except yeah. for Blindspot. Um, I became familiar with all the different hosts and found myself looking forward to hearing all of their insights and opinions each week. I don't listen live, but it's great to s- that you keep up with the comments from the listeners. Thank you so much for making my drive to work a lot more bearable Aww. and entertaining. JG. Thanks. Nice. Thank you, JG. Thank you yeah. for listening. Uh, no, that, that, that means the world. And again, it does really help us out. Yeah. Um, Yell, you have shout-outs. I do. Um, Paul White, Alicia, US TV addict, Alexandra Charlotte. I'm sorry if I'm mispronouncing. I know you're French. Um, and at Grim underscore MTFT. Uh, I want to thank you all for bombarding me with photos of Meisner. I appreciate it very much. Um, but also, I just appreciate you guys. So thanks. Aww. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and oh, to the Grim Wiki, amazing, wonderful people sent me all of the screenshots. <laughs> um, nice. I'm going to tell you now, they were nobodies. There was absolutely nothing useful in there except for that one picture of Renard. <laughs> um, or for, you're referring to the computer screen that yeah, had the flashes last right. week that we asked for help with. Right. Yeah. Um, but I responded uh, with gifts to the Grim Wiki, which is all. Um, images that I got from the um, 100th episode celebration in Portland, and I sent them all a bunch of behind-the-scenes shots, which I will be they will be posting on the wiki, and I will, we will be releasing here as well, including a nice close-up of the Keys uh, map so far. Mm. Like what those, the Keys have built so far. I have a great shot of that that oh, we're going to share on the show. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. As that becomes more... Uh, 
important. Do we have? We don't have that tonight. No, we don't. I was like, I haven't seen that yet. No, no tonight we have <laughs> um, a different gift. Yeah, I, we I'm do have. Just, we do have a video, so stick around. Yeah, I thought um, I, every week I'll bring something new to share because nice. I have so much. Uh, also, I saw Kelly's head in the box. Oh, that's creepy. It yeah. was just sitting there. Yeah, we're very <laughs> jealous of Yell, who got to go up there for the grim hundredth episode. Yeah. Uh, like press junket, um, got to meet pretty much everyone on the cast. Yeah. yeah. We, we met a bunch of them, but y'all got to meet all of them. Yeah. We tried um, to sneak in her luggage, but we were uh, the too ex- big. The lady in Alaska Airlines was rude. Yes, yeah. The x-ray so. sort of gave me away. I almost made it through <laughs> as a snowboard. Yeah. yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen my photo at Renard's desk, <laughs> Sasha saw it and said they're changing the locks. <laughs> <laughs> um... Mr. Goku Jr. says, don't bring in Damien Puckler for Yell's sake. (laughs) Which Lydia responds to, Yell will die of happiness. (laughs) We don't want to have to clean that up. Yeah, you do. (laughs) Worth it. Wait, why do I want to clean it up? (laughs) Worth it. It's worth it. My happiness is worth it. Okay, anyway. um, Speaking of Damien Puckler... Are you gonna, yeah, is it time? Can we talk about it now? Yeah, yeah. I've been holding yes. on to it. Um, yeah, um, we got this. We got this big scene with Renard <laughs> and Meisner, uh, which eventually led to Meisner um, <clears throat> wa- leaving the cage. And we got to find out about that. Yeah. Let's deal with Renard first. Yeah, we got um, pretty much all the answers that we'd asked. We got a lot of answers. Mm-hmm. Um, so it seems Victor struck a deal with the resistance to kill the king because he was all pissed that they replaced him with Kendall. Right? Mm-hmm. So, like, we now have answers as to how Meisner got on the helicopter because Victor and him made a deal. Um, and that the helicopter and the body are missing. And it made it seem like... It made it seem like um, Victor has Diana... Because he kept saying Diana's safe, um, and that was the trade. Hmm. So either Victor has Diana or Victor put Diana somewhere safe. Right. That's what it seemed like to me. Zach? That Diana was safe? That Diana's with Victor. That's not what I took away from it. I'd have to go listen to it again (laughs) with that in mind. He says Um, she's safe. I don't know where she's with. She's with friends. But that it was the trade for the resistance to kill... The king. That they the, gave they, they the royals Diana. Diana. Yeah. Interesting. That's what it sounded like. <clears throat> I, I'll have to go back and re-listen to it. I didn't pick up on that. I watched the scene three times. Okay. <laughs> just so we're clear. Let's okay. trust Yell's yes. interpretation. <laughs> no, I, no, yeah, uh, it's an interpretation. I just right. want well, to be clear that I watched it three times, guys. Right. Yeah. <laughs> of course. Also, of Victor course is currently on the throne, which is the question that we'd asked. Yeah, who is who is king now? And mm-hmm. in my interview with Sasha when I was up there, he also said that, like, lineage-wise, Victor would be on the throne. Makes right. sense, yeah. But that if Sean wanted it, he could probably take it, and we all agree that's true. <laughs> Do you think that's true? Like, that Sean... le- legitimately, like, not just as, as like, we, I mean, it'd be great to see on the show, but, like, does it make sense? Like, if Sasha, if, um, if Sean. Captain Renard mm-hmm. made a claim for the throne, would anyone back him? Oh, I don't think claim. I think if he wanted if the he throne. If he just wanted to take it. Uh, yeah, he like would take Yeah, I think Renard would be able to. With what army? Meisner. <laughs> so okay, the so Meisner by army. the end of this scene, yeah. do you think that Meisner is actually on Renard's side? They seem cordial, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> like some things that we have to remember: right. last season, um, my uh, Renard's other like 
Sebastian. Lackey, for lack of a better term. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, like, when we first met Meisner, he did seem to be be Renard's lackey. Yeah. Right. Um, We know now that he is not that at all. Mm -hmm. But the other person that worked directly for Renard was Sebastian, who warned Renard not to trust Meisner. Right. Specifically told him not to trust this man. Yeah. Right. um, Who is now in his office telling him what he wants to hear, more or less. Mm Mm-hmm. How how do you feel feel their relationship is right now? So I believe, based on what we've seen so far, I think that um, Meisner is leading the big is is supposed we're supposed to believe he's leading the big bad right because he was working or not the big bad the uprising but the big bad the SGO SGO yeah um, <clears throat> because he was in the he was having the conversation with Chavez she's gone he's in charge kind of it seems right. So I think we're supposed to think that he's not such a great guy. I'm not going to look in the chat room until I finish talking. Um, but I think that it's going to turn out that... that I feel like what we're going to end up having is the SGO and, and the Scooby gang working together. Right? Oh. oh, yeah. I mean, against the uprising. And that Meisner is going to be... It's kind of like the way... I was saying this to you earlier. I feel like the way Renard was the big bad the first season, but it turns out he wasn't bad at all. Yeah. I think that's where we're headed. That's my belief. Maybe. I mean, the one struggle with that is that we're sort of... I, I know when we meet, when we see him, like, basically he's been beating up trouble. Mm-hmm. We we aren't really on his side. But because we're already positive, we, we feel positively about Meisner. And I know that this after show is a little bit skewed in terms <laughs> of, like, how we feel about Meisner. What? I'd be okay with him being the villain. Yeah. No, no, no. But I mean, like, we want him to be good because we've talked about him so much so like we have it, it, he's just he is a positive person in our eyes Absolutely. but I think that the, the but with that in mind I still yeah. think that the audience sees him as a good guy right. because right. of his time with Adeline mm-hmm. yeah um, so I, I like I personally am looking at this thinking <clears throat> there's more to this he's still good yeah. despite caging trouble and beating her up yeah. Um, which is <clears throat> insanity. Right. Um, I, which, if you're a fan <clears throat> of, of Meisner, we're uh, Meisner. The, the, yes, the chat roll just named. Oh, no. Is that a thing? Claire Coffey named us. I tweeted it out and then she retweeted to let everyone know. Claire Coffey named Meisner fans Meisnerds. <laughs> and gave, she gave me permission to be Queen Meisner. Oh, nice. I mean, I think you. No permission. You already were, <laughs> yeah. but like, but it's, but now, but but it's like you can say you're king all you want, unless people acknowledge <laughs> right. you as such. But if Claire Coffee acknowledged you as queen of the Mize nerds, I'd she say did. it's pretty official. She did. Um, the chat roll is fully aware of my throne. Um, I had not heard that word before, but it's yes. perfect. Claire Coffee coined it. She gets full credit. Nice. Um, I think. I still stand by... Okay, so Meisner up until now, we've been told time and time again that he's um, he's a gun for hire. Right. He's a gun for hire, and we've been told that he's human? I don't... Or it's been hinted. Yeah, it's never... I mean, it's never been... It's never been said for sure. Yeah. Um, it seems to have been implied right. that he's human. Right. Right. Um, I think... I still stand by the fact that he might still be a gun for hire, that he's now working with the SGO. They brought him on to train and whatever. Um, I think the... Wow, everyone's going crazy about my 
royal title. Um, I think that the, because everyone's asking about the trouble thing, and is he trying to break trouble? Is he trying to, you know, mold her or whatever? I think they're working together, or they will be working together, because the last time, if we saw, remember she went with Chavez last season, and um, Jacqueline reminded me this in our interview, that she was trained with Chavez. They trained her mm-hmm. to do whatever. Yep. That's where she was. Right. Um, so I think that either he had to retrain her or reprogram her, and that's why she was in the cage. But I'll say this. I'm going to say it, guys. I am okay with shipping Trouble and Meisner, and I want to call it Treisner. Uh, Treisner or, or Mubble. <laughs> I, like, I really like Treisner. Meisner. Um, <laughs> <laughs> My snubble. My snubble. No. <laughs> Come on. Mible? Uh, no. It's like you have mibles in your mouth. Trouble for Meisner? Is that the hashtag? No. <laughs> Treisner. I think trouble for Meisner is for... Um, Meistards. We're not Meistards. <laughs> Meisnerds, guys. Um... Uh, so that's yes. okay. Um, I mean, we've seen them. The only interaction we've seen from them is some off-screen fighting uh-huh. that left with both of them beaten and bloodied. Uh-huh. Right. Oh, and thank you for that screenshot of him in that shirt. With um, but so here's here's the question: um, Is why was she in that cage? If if trouble was trained by these people and it was working with these oh, people, yeah. my first thought is, oh, now she, her, she's he finished brainwashing her. Um, mm. I think because she went off to warn Nick. Right in the season finale, she's there to like, she goes to help them with the Kenneth problem. Right. I think because she abandoned the SGO to warn Nick. But then why was he fighting her? Um, because she disobeyed them, right? And I imagine that she wouldn't. She's she wouldn't punished. take to being uh, caged up very lightly. So I think that every time he would go in there to talk to her, she would try to beat the crap out of him, and he'd be like, "All right, well, at some point we're going to have to talk." <laughs> and then finally, she was ready to. He chat. likes to talk. Okay, I could. <laughs> Sorry, rubble. No, I don't like rubble. Rubble. <laughs> rubble. <laughs> <laughs> Meisner Rubel Rubble that would be his name if they got married <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> we, I mean is Meisner, isn't Meisner his last name oh yeah. yeah would it be Teresa Meisner whatever it's Martin so Ru- Martin Rubel Rubble Marisa alright 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 very little time left you guys very little time uh, left I um, it talking about I, I think that that is a good Thought when it's when it comes to what it, what was yeah. going on in there. That's that's the one. That's a version that I would want to believe because I want I, I like both of these characters as we see them now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the fact like having the two of them brawling in a small cage is like wh- <laughs> I know it's the thing of Yell's dreams. <laughs> that's similar, but, but not my dream. <laughs> but not exact. Not what we want to see from these two people. So right. I would love to see them as sort of partners, mm-hmm. as maybe the more intense version of Nick and Monroe, kind of thing. Also, a very sexy version of Nick and Monroe. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, I, hey, they're both amazing. They're both great looking people. Yeah, yeah. 
I mean, yells <laughs> fawning over Meisner per the usual. And uh, I, well, you know, I'm fawning over trouble. I don't know. I can't speak for Tari. Well, I'm also fawning. Wait, can we just? All right. Fair. <laughs> Excuse me. Yells like throw me in that cage. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. All right. All enough right. with the shipping. Let's let's uh, we, let's take a look at this video yes. that Yell brought us. Going back, we're going to talk about uh, Nick's new digs again. Yeah. Um, Guys, this is Adeline's room in the bunker baby stuff right over here. I'm giving a freaking tour. Crib <laughs> for Kelly. Good thing the creepy baby doll isn't in there. It was super creepy. Alright, we're going down the stairs in the bunker. We got the kitchen baby bottles. I want to go to Those the... Those are for like pumping and stuff. Kitchen. Those were like specific baby bottles Nick's for pumping. Bed. Weird, yeah. That was weird. <laughs> Um, ooh, the stairs up the stairs. To like the roof area. <clears throat> um, ooh, the elevator, they come in. Sweet. It's really dark, you can't see it. Very excited like, about an elevator. I really want. Here you go, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Some lady told me to do it from a different angle. That's why it switches angle. Deadlock doors. Nick's bed. Dirty thoughts going in my mm-hmm. head, guys. <laughs> Couldn't help it. I was going to sit on and it. And a bathroom. <clears throat> see what stuff they have here. <laughs> Mouthwash. Soap. Generic deodorant with no label. <laughs> Towels. Good toilet paper. Double take on the toilet paper. a question. <laughs> Does the toilet work? No. Don't do it, yeah. <laughs> I, I didn't do it. Who is in the shower? Yo, the first person to flood a set. <laughs> no, it wouldn't flood. There's no water. <laughs> that would have been creepy. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was my uh, visit to the bunker. It's very cool. Um, I'll tell you this: the baby doll that they use as a stand-in when they um, when they <laughs> do the like shoots is terrifying. The doll is just <laughs> terrifying. The twins were also there, and all the like press was taking photos of the twins, and I was not impressed. Hmm. The twins okay. that play Kelly. I was like, okay. okay that's, yeah. yeah. Um, we're not going to have time for predictions this week, but I think um, we are, we've are. we done enough throughout this <laughs> right. show. Yeah. Um, any final thoughts on this episode, guys? <laughs> or, or thoughts moving forward? No. No. Well, yeah, yeah if they want to keep up, we want to catch the rest of the interviews oh, that you did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The rest of the interviews are available on yell.tv. That's Y A E L.tv. They're also on YouTube, and I tweeted them out at Yell Teagle. That's Y A E L T Y G I E L. That's uh, where those are. Tari? Nice. Um, and you can find me on Twitter at Tari J. It's T A U R I J A Y. Uh, and also on assorted panels here on AfterBuzz TV. Um, I'm going to need to respond because people are saying, Zach, you gave up on Rosalie. Never. I will never <laughs> give up on Rosalie. Yeah. I can have two loves on this show. Absolutely. <laughs> um, never. Forever. <laughs> Rosalie forever. Um, uh, you guys can follow me on Twitter and Instagram on at ThatZachWilson, T-H-A-T-Z-A-C-H-W-I-L-S-O-N. And also here at AfterBuzz on a uh, whole bunch of panels, including Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., The Leftovers, Muppets, Definitely, you're going to want to tune in for Muppets this week because we reached uh, a stretch goal for iTunes reviews, which means I'm going to be showing off footage of me when I was on Sesame Street as a child. Oh. So 
ABTV Muppets oh Tuesday God. night. <laughs> Tune in. Guys, I'm Zach Wilson, and thanks for geeking out with us. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, see you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.